With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That's me. Oh, oh. We are live on the Book of Faces. Welcome, welcome. One, we welcome you once. We welcome you twice. We welcome you in the name of Jesus Cristo. <laughs> you, you went to the uh, those people church for Easter. Uh-huh. I went to the Iglesia de Resurrection. <laughs> <laughs> Iglesia, Iglesia de Resurrection. De Resurrection. <laughs> like, you sound almost French. De Resurrection. De Resurrection. Iglesia de Resurrection. What's up, people? What's up? What's up? It's your favorite podcast. What's favorite podcast? We thank you for But thank you so much for joining us. You could be anywhere on a Tuesday afternoon. But you decided to... to uh, you decided ah. he's about to be he's about to be churchy. Mm-hmm. Ah. <laughs> but no, you decided to um to join us on um I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna go office to the garage. Oh, it's gonna move from the laundry room to the garage because somebody be listening. And you also oh, look it's too far away from the router, Jesus. Epidemic. Yeah, you I'm gonna say you keep freezing. It's too far away from the router. Yeah, we're gonna have to reevaluate the situation. Yeah, where where are we gonna do the podcast from? Oh, you're on your way to rehearsal. Come on, American American Sun. She directing things. Yep. She fancy, just fancy. Listen, uh, a little small, a little small black theater company give her the opportunity to direct one show, and she just take off. Listen, because she can put on her resume, she a director. She can, because she directed. She has directed. Well, we're gonna uh, jump in, Brandon. How was your week? Uh, my week was good. I. Uh, 
came back from Memphis. I went to Madisonville. I um, went to go see this show, this little show at the Bishop Arts Theater on Saturday. Oh. Oh. The show is called Bars and Measures. Who behind bars? Uh, the man. The man in the orange suit. The man is behind bars. The man is behind bars, and he uh, and he trying to measure his way out. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, so, how was Memphis? Uh, Memphis was cool. Was it your first time in Memphis? It was. Okay. Um, did you do all the black stuff, stacks museum, and all that good stuff? Yeah, I went to the. I did go to the stacks uh, museum, the National uh, Civil Rights Museum. And uh, yeah, what, okay. I don't know if there's any. I don't know if there's anything else that's deemed as black, but yeah, Bill Street is Bill Street black? No, it's like Austin. Okay, okay. Well, okay, that was fun. And then how was Madisonville, Texas? No, we went for we went there for a funeral. Okay, well, how was it? Did you film at the funeral? There, there, there was a funeral at the funeral. A funeral at the funeral, okay. Mm-hmm. And then uh, bars and measures. Was it? A, would you recommend people to go see it? Highly recommended. Not recommended. <laughs> Highly recommended. Uh, as long as they don't sit in front of the people that unwrap candy for five minutes. How you unwrap I candy? I don't know, but I I kept hearing like I heard this for like. At least five minutes. Okay. Um, how was the funeral? Uh, dead. No, listen. Some funerals can be nice. Listen, no, there, yeah, there there were some funerals I've been to where they had a whole praise and worship session. It was a whole celebrate for real. Right. You have you have funerals that are high church. You have funerals that are low ghetto. <laughs> the ones where they uh they they twerking by the casket. I'm gonna need them not to be twerking by the casket. Yeah, it's all video where they twerking by the casket. Yeah. So okay, I don't even want to know. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just telling you. You know where they were twerking by the casket? Okay. I think now that you say that, I think I have seen that video. Uh-huh. I had to come yeah. to the She was twerking by the casket. She said, This is for my N-word. <laughs> <laughs> No, a friend of mine, she told me she also went to a funeral on Saturday, and she said somebody was praise dancing while the casket was open, and that that person almost fell in while they were dancing. Yeah. High church and low ghetto. Yes, that's a real thing. High church and low ghetto. (laughs) Explain to us the difference between high church and low ghetto. If I, listen, there's certain, certain things in the world that don't need explanations. That's <laughs> right there. You have High Church and you have LaWanda just talk about. Now, that, they did just prop that rapper. We should talk about that. They propped the rapper up in the club. I didn't know the rapper. They propped him up in the club and they had a whole party and they were twerking on the dead body. Yeah, that's going to be a no. <laughs> that, that's a no. So, uh, so how was your week? Uh, my week has been a weekend. You hear me? Um, I honestly don't know what I've done. Honestly, I, if you, if you ask me what I did the last seven days, I probably couldn't tell you. 
But what I do know is, uh, listen, all the color folks all say that. Nobody else. Um, I need you to get better in but and not, not boost internet. I don't have, I got AT&T. That's the crazy part. Oh, wow. Yeah, I got AT&T. Um, if you're on Wi-Fi, try plugging into a router or moving closer to it. Okay. Um, I can't because that's what it is. But, uh, so yeah, so yeah, so um, opened a little show called Bars and Measures at the Bishop Arts Theater Center. Um, I was low-key nervous. Um, it deals with a lot of hard topics. It deals with um, Christianity and Muslims and deals with jail, the, the prison industrial complex. It deals with um, different races and nationalities. So a lot of heavy topics, but, mm -hmm. and it's a play, not a musical. So most people like to see musicals. They don't like to see plays because they don't want to sit and think. Um, so yeah, unless the only play you'll go see if it's a comedy that has, that has your washed up 1980s star uh, singing their old song that you can sing along to and you can laugh every 13 seconds and not think. Um, but anyway. Uh, or uh, my, mom, my mama found a man. Yeah, Lord help my mama find a man. Well, you're right, Lord help my mama find a man. And then Lord help my mama find a man too. <laughs> right. Then Lord. And Lord, don't send my mama a man. Down. <laughs> and Lord help the man love my mama. The <laughs> The stage play. <laughs> the, the, the stage play. The, the new stage play. play. A right. new stage play. A new stage play. Right. Mm. <laughs> and that's the whole sequel. And we and, and we and we gonna we gonna take this one for be messy. We gonna we gonna we gonna take this play to Tuscaloosa, Alabama. <laughs> and we gonna we gonna we gonna take it over to Arizona and Phoenix, Arizona. And we're gonna take it up to Little Rock, Arkansas. <laughs> do a, oh, y'all going to big cities. We're gonna do us a big, big, big old tour. Big, big, big old tour. So I think instead of Little Rock, I think they would go to like Pine Bluff. Pine you? Bluff. They're gonna go to Pine yeah. Bluff. Yeah. They're they, they gonna go to Phoenix. They're gonna go to Aurora. <laughs> <laughs> Is it in Colorado? Yes, in Colorado, yes. <laughs> <laughs> They'll go to Tempe. Tempe. Gonna go to Tempe, Arizona. We ain't heard about it. Uh, but, but but hey, make sure you go check out Lord Help My Mama Find a Man, the stage play. Coming to it, coming to a dinner theater near you. Another <laughs> dinner theater. Right. Um starring uh starring uh 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 Billy DeBarge. Billy DeBarge. Billy DeBarge. Yeah, it's El DeBarge's grandson. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm done. I'm done. Okay, um, yes. Let's move on. Oh no, what we got here. Um, speaking of uh, speaking of, of tours, <sighs> Jesus. Speaking of tours, Taco Bell is touring the new Mexican pizza. They're bringing it back. For all of the taco bells in the taco toilets near you. <laughs> <laughs> taco Bell is bringing back the taco. To I mean, the taco, the Mexican pizza. Um, I don't. I, okay, I'll be the first to admit I love the Mexican pizza. 
I do not like this picture. I was gonna say this picture looks awful. <laughs> this picture looks terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and nothing against our producer, it's just not a flattering picture. Right, right, right. It's just not a flattering picture at all. Um, I don't know how you make a Mexican pizza look good. So, 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 is a Mexican pizza a bootleg quesadilla? Is it a is it a broke quesadilla? Uh, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> you know, they don't have all the sides, you know. Right. It is. Everything is hanging out of it. Right. Right. This picture don't it look like you don't look like you're gonna be on the toilet kitchen. <laughs> right. Um. So. You can get you uh you can get you some Taco Bell wings and a Taco Bell pizza and they both can meet you at the toilet. Man, listen, they can mess you up. <laughs> that was the best pick the other oh, word. Wow. <laughs> some Taco Bell wings. We don't want to see that. Yeah. I, I don't I'm, not, I'm asking, do they still still sell Taco Bell? Oh, I don't know. I, Bell wings. I don't know. I thought you were asking for a picture of it. Oh no, I don't want a picture of it. We got we got we still got the picture of Jerisha when she went. Yeah. Yeah, we don't want to see that. But yeah, so so Taco Bell is bringing this back uh, May 19th to all locations. And if you are a Taco Bell loyalty rewards member, uh, you can get it first on May 17th. Oh, wow. Show, you, right. show your loyalty card. Show your loyalty card. So apparently there was a, a I didn't realize this, there was a change.org petition that went out in September of 2020. So Taco Bell originally took this off the menu. Uh, in 2020 because they were trying to streamline their menu. And so there was a the change.org petition, 172,000 people signed the petition to bring back uh, the Mexican pizza. Doja Cat uh, also made a song about the Mexican pizza and did a TikTok video about it. Hence now and forevermore, the Mexican pizza is back. And forevermore, it's not, so it's not going away no more. Is apparently not going away anymore. And oh, and one other thing, Taco Bell also said they t originally took it off the menu because the um, the the paperboard that it comes in was creating like seven million pounds of waste every year. So they were trying to be environmentally conscious, but they didn't think about the seven million pounds of toilet matter. Yeah, pizza creates. It's gonna create. Not only that, but like. All that other stuff come in paper, little, little paper stuff. So just put it in the paper, moving. Yeah, I mean, okay. Well, shout out to your, those Taco Bell lovers. Enjoy your Mexican pizza and be great in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, somebody who has enjoyed one too many Taco Bell pizzas. The Texas State Trooper. Man, listen. That is overweight. Can now be losing their job. That's oh, so <laughs> that's so shady. <laughs> if you are overweight Texas State Trooper, um, you could lose your job if you don't lose the weight. <laughs> so the state of Texas said that you can't chase after nobody if you run and your whole body jiggles. <laughs> I don't know why this picture is so funny to me, but it is. It's because because your producer is shady. That's exactly why your producer is super shady. Um. <laughs> so if you're a Texas State Trooper, <clears throat> you have to be physically fit in order to troop the state of Texas. So, 
so the <laughs> I'm sorry. The, so the rule is, <clears throat> excuse me, that male um, state troopers have to have a waist of 40, 40 or less in circumference, female 35 or less. Oh, wow. Or they, or they are deemed as obese. Oh, wow. And so they have to do uh, some type of physical fitness test to prove that they are um, fit uh, for the position. Uh, they were, they're making them record their height, their weight, uh, and their waist measurements. Do we have overweight firefighters? I've never seen an overweight firefighter. And see, here, here's, the, but here's the, what I was thinking about when I was thinking about the story. Most of the time, someone that is in a law enforcement position, they really don't do a lot of physical activity. So if you think about, normally a police officer is cruising in their car or they're sitting watching the crowd. Not on cops. On cops, they be running. For the for those five minutes, you see them on cops. On cops. <laughs> but the other seven hours and 55 minutes of their shift, because they got to write them paperwork. Uh, yeah. We just said all the criminals are getting away because the police aren't fast enough to catch them. Well, that may be it. That could be it. So, but you know, um, like like companies, they have the things to where if you um, do like a physical fitness, if you go to the gym, they'll give you a discount on your insurance. Mm -hmm. If you um, sign up for like from some physical fit program mm -hmm. and you get you know rewards back, you get days off or whatever PTO, extra PTO, that kind of thing. To reward you so i mean it makes sense yeah they uh and so from my understanding is they're saying they're not necessarily would lose their job um uh, if they don't meet this particular standard but they would be like denied for any kind of promotions they wouldn't uh they may get reassigned from any kind of work that would require physical duty um there was something else oh uh, yeah they wouldn't get promotions or or pay increases So because they fat, that, that's discriminations. That is discrimination. Oh no, that's it was discrimination. Um, no, I'm sorry, it was they wouldn't get overtime. They wouldn't be allowed overtime because of their. Uh, so you can't have overtime because you're overweight. <laughs> <laughs> so you overtime, you know, overtime if you're overweight. That that's the slogan. No overtime if you're overweight. So, but apparently, so uh, this policy was actually supposed to go into place in 2019. Uh, but the pandemic stopped it. And so now they're revisiting it. Um, but state of Texas, we have more to deal with than the overweight state troopers. Let's go. Let's, I mean, yeah. Um, so, Brennan, uh, did y'all put Jesus on the cross yesterday and take him down? Um, Sunday. Sun Sunday, yes. You put um, Jesus on the cross Sunday and took him down? He, he was on the cross. They took him down. And did, he and, and then, did he stay there all day Friday? He stayed there all day Friday and all I'm day sorry. Friday night. All night Friday. Uh, and all day Saturday. All day and but all day early, Saturday night. But early Sunday morning. But early Sunday morning. Early Sunday morning, a uh, seminary student died. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> because they actually, they actually nailed him to the cross. They took his hand... <laughs> And they put a they put a, a spike through his hands, and they took his feet. They put a spike through his feet. 
why is this? Why, Brandon? Why is your producer so shady? Do you see this blue arrow? I know. Is that the one who died? The one that died. So, uh, so there was a. This is over in Africa, and they were doing a uh, reenactment of the crucifixion. So they were they were basically doing Jesus Christ Superstar in Africa, and so, uh, so they. uh, What's going on here? <laughs> okay, so, so yeah, so he, but apparently, so when I initially, when I initially read this story, I was of the mindset like you. I said, so did did he get nailed to the cross, and he died? But apparently, he was playing Simon, and he just, and he just collapsed. It's like and like blood. They said blood started gushing out of his body. And they thought it was part of the act, but I'm like, I don't recall where Simon fell and blood gushed out of his body. Blood came streaming down. The blood came for a while. He just laid there, and the people thought he was uh, playing until he didn't get up. One day when I was no, no. <laughs> Simon died in Africa. <laughs> I know it was the blood. I don't like you. For me. <laughs> I'm all the way down. I don't like you. I'm just saying. Okay, well, we know we pray for Simon's family. Oh, but okay. So while I while I was looking into the story, um, there was a there was a neurologist who basically said that he felt like uh, Jesus died. Uh, so we're talking about real Jesus died because of he uh, because of the his shoulder was hurt from carrying the cross, and so he had complications. Uh, due to dislocating his shoulder, and that's what made him die. That's his theory, and he's sticking to it. Exactly. So if you don't go read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. <laughs> um, speaking of reading, Viola Davis has read Michelle Obama and the and her mannerisms and the people is upset about it. <laughs> Who dies from a dislocated shoulder? I mean, evidently he said Jesus did. He said Jesus did. Um. So, I love Auntie Vi. Love Auntie Vi. Like Ola Davis as Michelle Obama? Uh yeah. I so I actually watched this uh early this morning. That's how I knew and Ketchy had sent the link. Uh I was wide awake watching this at like two or two or three o'clock this morning. Uh it was actually pretty good. Uh, but uh Viola does overuse Michelle Obama mannerisms, like extremely overuses them, especially the lips thing. Um. Yeah, we 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 pray for the Simon baby, but you know, listen, ain't that a way to go celebrating Jesus? 
glory. Um, okay. Okay. So, yeah, so people are upset uh, that she is overusing, especially what they call the pursed lip. Because she, they were like, she's doing it too much. And catches shady for this photo. Like, can we call this this uh, this episode and the shade of it all? <laughs> so, so my question is: This a picture from the first the first lady show, or is this just Viola Davis playing Viola Davis? Viola Davis. Like, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> this is her playing Michelle Obama. Um, so, I mean, I'm sure there was a director who instructed her to do these things. So we can't go, I mean, like you can't put that on necessarily all on Viola. Right. But I will say this, when I was watching, uh, I think it was last week, Viola Davis was on Jimmy Kimmel and she made a comment that she hopes, like she's, she said, I'm scared. I don't know if she was serious or joking, but she said, I'm scared to, for Michelle Obama to see this because I don't want her to be upset with me. Right. As like a caricature instead of like the real right. life person that Michelle right. is. Yeah. Um, Shania said if if she didn't do it, they'd be saying she didn't play her well. Where her mannerisms, you know how Michelle hold her mouth? Mm-hmm. Um, then Kenya said didn't see it and the shade is dark. I mean, it's giving it's giving a lot of Michelle Obama though. It's giving real Michelle Obama. I'm just saying, it's yeah, it's it's yeah. Let's throw it back up here so we can see it. Where's the other picture and catchy? The uh, yeah, that one. I mean, this picture in this pink and green looks very Michelle Obama-ish. Yeah. Now, now the makeup look like um. Yeah, the makeup looks scary. Arrest did the uh, did the makeup? Wait, it, it looked like who did it? Eternal Rest. <laughs> Look like a terrorist, you know, and more and, and crematory. Because <laughs> there was one scene in particular where um, they had Michelle Obama in the hospital uh, working because uh, they were talking in this particular scene. It was like right at the point where uh, Barack was just running for president. And so Mich- Michelle was still working. And I'm like, God, this the hospital, huh? She worked at, I thought she was a lawyer. Why was she at a hospital? She was a hospital administrator. Why did I think she worked at a law firm? No, 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 she did. But mo- most, I think most recently before transitioning to First Lady, she was uh, like VP for a uh, hospital. Okay. Right, and she worked in the administration. Okay. Gotcha. Does the First Lady get paid? No. So you got to live off that $1.8 million your husband make. Is it 1.8 million? Oh, 1.8 million for all four years? I thought it was per year. Uh, 435,000. Oh, 435,000 a year. Okay. It ain't awful, but still. Um, but you got CEOs of companies making millions. And the, yeah, and the president <laughs> makes that. You write one book and you just made that money back. Yeah. I mean, they'll, they'll definitely, I mean, because you think about the president of the United States, what job can you go to after being the president of the United States? I mean, job, nothing, but college professor or, you know, do speeches, speeches. I mean, no, you can't be a college professor because you would would disrupt the whole order of the school because you have to have secret service. True. 
So there's no job, no real job that you can go to. So like you said, they're writing books and doing speaking engagements. Yeah. Um, after that. Foundation. That's what everybody yeah. when they find A man, okay, maybe am I coming? Am I here? Am I, there I am. Um, a man just won, he just won $455,000 um, because he was fired for singing Happy Birthday in the office. He sung Happy Birthday one too many times and they said, Billy, you gotta go. <laughs> and why'd she get these? We cheap Walmart. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's ain't Walmart. It's Fiesta cakes. <laughs> right. I'm thinking that. These cakes. These cakes from uh, El, El Ranchero. <laughs> uh, brother, why they fired this man for saying happy birthday? So, uh, so, the, so apparently it was it was the man's birthday. Oh, it was his birthday. Okay, it was his birthday, and he did not want. Uh, anyone celebrating his birthday. He said that... He was Jehovah's Witness? I don't know what he is, but he said that it causes him anxiety. Okay. And, uh, he had... I don't like people celebrating my birthday either. It causes me anxiety. <laughs> so, uh, he sued... Uh, anxiety. Okay, we get the point. But he, he sued his employer uh, after he told them, do not celebrate my birthday, and they did it anyway. Uh, and so he said that birthday parties caused him immense stress. He had a panic attack. And then his supervisor uh, chastised him for stealing his co-worker's joy. That is, uh, and for him being called a little girl. And so after, uh, after his supervisor told him that, he had another panic attack and then was subsequently fired. And so he sued the company for uh, discrimination against him based on his disability. Uh, so he was awarded $300,000 for emotional stress and an additional $150,000 in lost wages. Because he had two anxiety attacks. He had two anxiety attacks can, because they wanted to celebrate his birthday. Can, can I ask a question unrelated to this? Sure. When did anxiety attacks and trauma start happening? That's because a good question. When I was when I was in school, we didn't have anxiety attacks. That's how I feel about vegans and people that don't eat gluten. <laughs> there were no vegans back in. There were no vegans and people that eat people ate gluten when I was in elementary, middle, and high school. Right. These little, these little two year olds talk about, oh no, I'm gluten free. If you don't sit <laughs> down. <laughs> <laughs> But everybody was like, "Oh, I have trauma. Like, this, I have trauma in my body." Mm-hmm. When did? Hey, Kendra, welcome, welcome. Hey, Kendra. When did this become a thing? I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I'm not saying it. I'm just saying back in the '90s, this wasn't a conversation. But you know, back in the '90s, a lot of things were in a conversation. I mean, these are. So, <laughs> so I feel like so now you know there are schools and people and in general. Everybody's trying to be uh, more inclusive of everything and everybody and how everybody feels. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So, I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky. Play for free at luckylandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+ plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Boy. You got a semi. I don't know. Okay, I'll just, I'll just let it go. I just, I just got questions. I'm just wondering, like, are we, is, are these real things, or are we just saying we're just calling something something to make it a bigger deal than it is? You're probably calling. It could be a, com- a combination of things. You're calling something something to justify. Maybe now that's a, a means to justify somebody's behavior, to justify somebody's action. Um, just, nobody died from eating meat no, today. Because no. there was nobody in my elementary school that was vegan or vegetarian. I think as I got in high school, that's when people start being like, oh, I don't eat meat. It's cruelty towards animals. No, it's one thing if you feel that way. I mean, because... This girl called me a murderer this summer. Did you? Yeah, I was eating a piece of chicken. She said, "Murderer!" I said, "I didn't kill this chicken." Okay, now that's kind of ex- that's extreme. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't kill this chicken at all. But she said somebody did, and, and you're reaping the benefit of it. So, chicken but you're died, might live. You're, you're guilty by association. Um, and uh, unlike Jesus, that chicken did not rise. Uh-uh. I feel. I honestly feel that. Um, of getting awards. You didn't win. Sit down. Do better next time. And like, because now these kids, they get a participation, they get an award for just standing up and saying, I'm here. Mm-hmm. What? Well, we got an award for, we got 200 points on the SAT for signing your name. We knew that. <laughs> you get the 200 points there, but after that, you got to do the work. Yeah, what about the other 1,400 points you get to get? You said what? No, I said the other fourteen hundred points. You got to get it on your own. Get it, get it how you get it. Yeah. Well, right now, to this chicken. Now it's cool, but it's good. <laughs> I was born in the seventies. All I heard was pork was bad from the Muslim country community, not the Muslim country, but Muslim community. Uh, is she speaking of mm-hmm. Shanae? Hey. <laughs> Okay, that's what she was doing in the choir stand on Saturday, on Sunday. No, uh, like, like for real, because she she was part of that front row alto section. Um, and she was doing it at the crucifixion of Jesus on Saturday, <laughs> uh, aka the He Got Up musical. <laughs> he, he got up musical. The he got up musical. Um, but c- congrats to the brother who won four hundred and fifty-five thousand dollars. Maybe he can give it to the bride who just had her wedding for five hundred. 
Well, he could definitely have paid for her wedding. He could help her out with the, with her five hundred dollar wedding. How do you do a wedding for five hundred dollars? Uh, you beg, borrow, and steal. I mean, she she must have got them flowers from out that uh, patch behind her. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, so th she went viral uh, because her dress was forty seven dollars, and the entire wedding they spent five hundred dollars out of pocket. So, so I'm curious to know, as someone who uh, will be partaking in the near future, do you do, will your wedding cost five hundred dollars or less? So most of the things were gifted to them. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. They, most of the things were gifted. Oh, and uh, the people who attended, the, like the reception and everything, paid for their own food. Also, oh, they brought their own food. <laughs> they, they they brought. They brought picnic baskets. They brought their own white tablecloths. Yeah, wedding on block. <laughs> <laughs> wedding on block. Um, I mean, that, that's 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 a great way to do it. You literally yeah. spending stupid money a forty seven dollar dress, and it looks great. The dress looks great. <laughs> she got the dress from Sheen. Okay, Sheen has like become popular all of a sudden. Sheen for wedding dresses. I guess Sheen have everything. Okay. You saw some glittery boots from Sheen that you love. Glittery, I mean, when I tell you, <laughs> them glitz was, them glitz was booting. <laughs> <laughs> they went to a restaurant after with no reservation and everyone paid for themselves. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the name of this episode is the, called The Shade of It All. <laughs> Listen, I ordered from Shane too. I washed them pants one time. I can't fit them no more. I got to give them away. <laughs> Wait, I've, I've never heard of Shane. I'm going to have to go check them out. I've great in them for the two times I wore them. I looked great in those, but the two times I wore them. But <laughs> I, I washed them and let's just say they're hanging in the closet right now. I'm going to give them away. I might have to get them to Jonathan because I can't wear them no more. <laughs> I was going to say, you're going to have to give them to uh, Malachi. <laughs> Javon could probably wear them, um, but you know, shout out to this. That's, I mean, that's a smart way to do it. I mean, I'm not spending. You know I, I think so too because number I personally probably would not if I ever got married would never spend would not try to spend a lot of money on a wedding. Uh, I think they said the average cost of a wedding is thirty thousand thirty thousand dollars. Jesus, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a lot. That's a small, that's a small house. Yeah. In the hood. Well, it used to be a small house in the hood. Yeah, it used to be. Right. Yeah. That's a lot in South Dallas. <laughs> it literally is a the lot next door is thirty thousand dollars. Is it really? Mm -hmm. I'm gonna start a GoFundMe. Can y'all help me with my lot next door? I need to raise thirty thousand dollars. Um but yeah, I mean it doesn't make sense to spend. But but the thing is, like one, when people hear venues, when people hear wedding, automatically the number goes. Mm-hmm. Cause they know they can get it. It's almost like you need to say, "Oh, I'm having a birthday party." Right. And you can, and then you convert it into a wedding, or you just having some kind of a some kind of a party. Then also, then also like, but the, the way some some brides act, that that it, you you have to charge them. Cause I've seen some brides act a monkey. Over a f one flower, I'm just like, it's been like at that. I'm not saying it happens at the Urban Art Center, but I'm saying I've seen it before. Mm -hmm. 
I'm sure you have. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of acting a monkey, Elon Musk is planning a hostile monkey gorilla takeover over Twitter because they wouldn't let him bring Trump back in. Is that what it was? Well, he uh, so Elon Musk is big on uh, freedom of speech. And so, you know, Twitter has banned Trump. Right. Uh, and so uh, under Elon Musk's philosophy, uh, Trump and anybody else that was banned from Twitter would be allowed, would, would be welcomed back into the fold. Okay. Of the, of the Twitterverse. Um, so 51% of Twitter? No, he's the Twitter's largest shareholder, single shareholder. So he bought uh, four billion, three, three, three or four billion uh, dollars worth of Twitter stock. What's the percentage though? Uh, it's like nine percent, I think. Yeah, go away, sir, for nine percent. Be blessed. But but he's trying to get to the point where he buys Twitter for forty three billion dollars. And so Twitter, Twitter's board is against it. And so they, yeah, so they, they want to, um, they're, they, they're doing what they call a poison pill. And generally where uh, in that case, or in this particular case, um, people can buy up to 15% of Twitter common stock without the board's approval. Those who already own stock can buy additional shares at a discounted price, uh, all in an attempt to make Twitter unattractive for Elon Musk to buy. Gotcha. Um, Elon, like, bruh, like, go, go fix them Teslas that's wrecking right now. Um, and then, like, Whoopi Goldberg had a, uh, she had a flat, I think, and they had, she sat on the side of the road. Oh, yeah, because yeah, you, ha- you have to put in an online request. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for, for, for like, yeah, yeah. Hours or something. And yeah. Triple A could have been there, but they can't fit. They can't do anything with a with a Tesla. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, his musky got money and do the dumbest. He, do, you know, and speaking of, um, randomly this morning while I was uh, walking, an article popped up on my phone about him uh, that basically said he doesn't have a place to live, and that he travels around the world and basically freeloads. On friends' couches uh, as a for a place to stay, like he does not own a home. I mean, that maybe that's why he makes so much money. So that's gonna that's gonna make you the richest man in the world by not having a a home. I mean, not that's not gonna make, but I guess it contributes to it. Well, I guess. Yeah. Um. Do you believe, hey, family, do you believe that Elon Musk is right and that Twitter should be open to everybody, including Trump? America got so many homeless and hungry people and the rich getting richer. I mean, that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he, he has Tesla. Uh, which one? He is, which is the SpaceX or one of those? One of them white, one of them yeah. white people doings. Yeah. That. To, the, to the moon, to the moon and back or out of, in the outer space. Right. In the outer sphere. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Speaking of crazy things, um, a man in Dallas wants to name a street after Little Nas X. That's so dumb. L- uh, Little Nas X Road. 
Lil Nas X Boulevard. Oh, this, this. <laughs> I hate it here. Um, I, why? Why do you want to name a street after Lil Nas X? I mean, like mm -hmm. all my people. Right. And so, number one, he's not even from Dallas. So, I, I found that quite interesting that they you would want to name a street after him they want to put it they, they want to basically for those of you who live in dallas uh they want to change ackert uh to Lil nas x boulevard and so Ackert, yes and so ackert runs uh pretty much next to dallas city hall and uh yeah. whose bride is this so uh it's some guy i forget his name but he's a he's a dallas author and something else and he he thinks this is a brilliant idea i don't i mean you don't have you don't have billy ray cyrus you don't have patty uh patty labelle you don't have dolly parton way you ain't got none of these other names but you want to have little nas x yeah what has he done to, for dallas that is nothing. that's a contribution nothing like i say he little nas x is not even from dallas he's from from georgia why exactly that's my question mm -hmm. And why do they want a street after right this boy boy stop <laughs> suzanne said no to the street name mm -hmm. i just i don't know I, I i think it's i think it's dumb i think it's dumb dumb i mean, no i don't think it's dumb i know it's dumb you're, you're right you know I, that you know that it's dumb yeah i mean listen give me eddie bernice johnson drive <laughs> right at least some somebody relevant to dallas I mean, we got Ron Kirk with a bridge, but he got to share it with another white lady. Yeah, because he gets the, I think technically he gets the side pedestrian bridge and she gets the, the freeway. I thought, I thought it was the Hunt Hill Bridge. No. Is that the uh, Hunt Hill Bridge? No, but like the, the I think the, the walkway is the is named Ron Kirk. The, the actual road that the cars travel on is the... Uh, Hunt Hill Bridge. Gotcha. Okay. Still got to share with a white lady. Yeah. Um, but the Hunt family, I mean, this is all, don't they make Hunt foods? Is that the Hunts? I, I, don't, I don't know if it's the same Hunts, but. Okay. Well, they, the Hunts are richer than God, so that's that. Um, so y'all, y'all ride, ride down Ackerts. So get ready for Lil Nas X way. <laughs> well, I got to be way. Um, so, speaking of Lil Nas X, who got his blow up from a song um, on social media, social media lives forever. And Jaden Smith tweets have resurfaced. You know what? I'm just going to I'm just going to exit the podcast at this point. Because clearly, clearly, I did not review this week's PowerPoint. Because these bitches are You should have reviewed these training slides. <laughs> you, you're getting this good training, and then all of a sudden, we get caught off guard. <laughs> oh, uh, Jesus fixed it. What did Jaden say, Brandon? Okay. Uh, Jaden basically was like, uh, I'm glad that I spent my 
childhood hanging around adults instead of children because children are basically stupid and petty and well, he didn't lie <laughs> but he was like i want to talk about uh climate change and politics and and you know they they just want to turn up and and have fun i mean i think there are several kids that want to just turn up and have fun and there are several kids who are super like conscious about politics and the world issues and that kind and of then, thing. And then there are some that are both. You have some that are both. Yeah. You have some that are definitely both. Um, I think when I was in high school, I wasn't worried about climate change. Even now, I'm not necessarily worried about climate change. I try to, you know, do my part, but, you know, like even like world peace, like how do you get world peace? It's like every, every Miss America pageant, what, what do you want? I want world peace. Like, how do you get there? Like, what's the what's the steps to get there? I don't know. Uh, yeah, not gonna happen. Yeah, but yeah, so that that's the whole thing. So he so he basically came off as condescending to children, right? Uh, and like he his since his childhood was so much better uh, than everyone else's, <clears throat> and he's had this this amazing life. Uh, it's like it's almost like he's looked down on everyone else for their childhood. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Right, Suzanne. I'm the same way. Like he's not try, trying to turn up and you know mm-hmm. bring my I've seen to the house and meet meet my mama. Um, that's what's happened. August was was Jaden's friend, and I, and Jaden got up to the house and you know. And the rest is history. The rest is is a smack right in the playbook. <laughs> <laughs> the rest slapped right on in the history. Slap on into history. Um, now listen, there's an issue. I love saying issue. Issue. There's an issue. We got to address it, family. Family, can we have a family talk? Uh oh. What we got to talk about? We got to talk. Listen, entangle my territory, Jesus. Um, <laughs> entangle. Um, so the maskers have gone away and it's now optional to wear your mask is on an airplane and in the airport um and the people are up in arms on both sides mm-hmm. wearing the mask is on the airplanes and in the airports Brandon, what do you feel about this? Uh, so I, I feel uh, I have mixed emotions about this. <clears throat> no, no one hates wearing a mask more than me. I, I, I don't like it. I don't like things on my face. Um, but um, I, I see both sides of it. Some people are are are, are tired of it. They they want to feel like there's some normalcy to life. Uh, I'm with Kendra. I'm going to keep wearing mine because I, number one, I have a parent that is immunocompromised, <clears throat> and so I don't want my dad to have to catch anything because of me bringing something to him. Uh, so in public settings, I'm going to continue to wear mine because COVID still exists. Uh, co- uh, cases are increasing. People are still dying. People are still being hospitalized. Uh, we just don't hear them report that anymore. But uh, and and there uh, there are different variants 
coming out. They're saying there's a new variant out now that's more transmissible uh, than some of the other ones we've dealt with. So um, I, I see both sides of it. I, I understand the pain of the uh, flight attendants and the airport workers who felt like they've had to police this. Uh, and I know that's been rough on them, uh, but I'm going to continue to wear mine. Right. <laughs> um, here's what I'll say. I'll say this. I see people wear their mask when it's convenient for mm -hmm. them to wear their mask. Right. When they don't want to wear it, they don't wear it. When they do want to wear it, they put it on. They will be around, they think quarantine means are just around people you know. Oh, I don't have to wear my mask around people I, I know. Um, because you can get you can get COVID from somebody who right next to you every day. Right. Um, I think for me, I think it's dumb to wear them on planes because if you're going to take it off at any point, Right. Eat to drink, to go to the bathroom, whatever it is. Because I take mine off when I go to the bathroom because I don't want to have it on. It's dumb to have it on in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. Especially by yourself. Somebody could have been in there, you know, five seconds ago and they coughed and sneezed and now the particles are in there and then boom. It's, it's you know, so like if you're going to sit down and eat, if, you, if you're going to take your mask off for any reason on a four hour flight, then you might as well not have it on, in my opinion. Because that same possibility by you sipping and chewing still exists in my in my opinion. Um, not saying mine is right. Mm. Um, I would definitely also say that the airplane is not the only place you can catch COVID. Mm -hmm. You can catch it at the club. You can catch it at the because no, no, nobody wears it at the club. Nobody wears it. Nobody. You can you can catch it at the uh, Frankie Beverly and Mays concert because you're not seen with a mask. You can catch it at the Mavericks game because half of them people don't have masks on in that game. But it's all of, it's so funny that that the people run to church and to planes and like oh I got to put my mask on. What you in the you in you in the Kroger rock dog in air? Like really? What are you doing? <laughs> That's just my thing. I'm not anti-mask. Listen, I got about 17 of them joints around here. Mm -hmm. But I just think like people people make it convenient when they want. If you wear it all the time, every day, all day, around, no matter who, mm -hmm. I, I'm, you know what, hats off to you. But you are in the minority. You are in the minority. And then if, if five people got their mask, if five people have no mask and you're in the number six with your mask on, most likely you're going to take it off because you're going to feel uncomfortable. I'm saying if you don't, you know, hats off to you. But what I've seen, uh, Kendra said the flight attendants should want them. In my opinion, people coming from all over different countries. Um, yeah, but the thing is, the flight attendants again when they when they come to that beverage service, every mask is down. Yeah, and, and, like, and like, uh, to, like the flight attendants are tired of fighting people and getting cussed out, and um, they should—they're the ones policing this, and that's. Right. That's above their pay grade. Right. So if you choose to wear your mask, wear it. That's just like when Texas said, nobody um, have to wear a mask indoors. And everybody's like, oh, I'm going to still wear mine no matter where I go. And now I see them, I'm like. They take it off. Right. 
Um, are we losing subscribers? Okay, well, y'all be, be, be They, I made them mad. My apologies. My apologies. I don't yeah, apologize. For real. I don't. He's always making people mad. That's fine. That's that's why that's why they that's why they pay me the big bucks for this podcast. I get paid thirty two cents. No, thirty two cents. <laughs> is that Charlie? Yeah, Charlie is looking at the window window whimpering for some reason. Oh, I thought Charlie was more in the grass. Okay. Um, and now he's behind me whimpering. Yeah, he want to go outside and play. Um, Brandon, there must be a dog outside that he sees. Uh, the people on on the Facebook said that they canceled student loans because NPR told them to cancel student loans. That's I what wish they, I wish they would. That's what, I'm just saying. What the people on the Facebook said. That's not I true. I don't feel like NPR <clears throat> NPR doesn't have the right to cancel. Really, I don't feel like NPR has the right to cancel loans. Uh, they they just broke the news about the foolery that happens that's happening behind the scenes. What's the foolery that happened behind the scenes? That I don't know because I didn't read the full article. Okay, which, which I need I need to understand that because as a as a person who has student loans, I I hope and pray and wish that a federal judge would sign an order to, to remove student loans. I hope, pray, and wish that somebody would hack. Uh, the student loan companies and wipe out everybody's balances. So I don't, I, it, right. So, because, you know, there, there are two entities that are never hacked, and that's the IRS and the student loans. Right. Regis said, Lord, I've seen what you've done for others. Do it for me. Right. Hashtag exactly. cancel student debt. Exactly. And now, if you pay your student debt after you get that money back, probably not. Right, right. <laughs> Jesus fix it. That's Kendra's. That, uh, uh, that's Kendra's phrase for the night. Jesus fix it. <laughs> so I, I, I'm of uh, I'm of of belief. I'm trusting God that one day, delete them, Lord. That uh, my student loans, when I pull up my credit report, they will say paid in full, and I'm not the one that paid them in full. <laughs> Just Baptist fit. All <laughs> Baptist fit. Um. So yeah, uh, cause cause listen, I say I'm just gonna go take another class at some point, and just be like, I'm in school, I don't have to pay her. Right. Hence, hence, since I'm in school now, like mine are deferred. Yeah. And they and the balance just keeps growing. Yeah, keep on growing. That's one thing it does do is keep on growing. Mm -hmm. But that's fine. I'll be working for my nonprofit for ten years. Can't wipe it out, Lord. Wipe it out, Jesus. Look, I'm gonna have to find me a nonprofit to say that I've worked there for ten years. But if you do this one thing, I won't ask you for anything else. I'm like, <laughs> just ignore rent. Right. Why? No wonder said because Jesus paid it all. You know. <laughs> I hate churchy folk. I right. hate churchy folk. Um. Yeah. So people, we, I hope you had a great um, resurrection. Resurrection. I hope he got up in you. In your life, in your mind, and in your spirit. <laughs> Touch and remove the dead son of the laws, Lord. Can you say all to the I.O. Sin is up a crimson stain, but he washed them right as snow. Listen, yes. I hope that on, on that resurrection Sunday, he rose. He rose. He didn't stay too long. He didn't stay too long, but he rose. But he rose. Um, 
Yeah. So, Brennan, what's your uh, final listen up? So, my final listen up comes from the great theologian Sherry Shepard. Come on, great theologian. She uh, and she was guest hosting uh, the Wendy Williams show today. She made this statement. her own show. Pretty much, but she made this statement that that really hit home to me today, and it said, "If you act as if you are, you will be." Uh-uh. If you act as if you are, you will be. You will be. I've been saying that for years. I would tell people, um, "Did you leave us, Brandon? Cut your camera." Oh, that was a, that was excellent. Um, I've been telling people like. They'd be like, well, how are we going to get into it? How are we going to skip past all these people? How are we going to get backstage? Act like you belong. Yeah, act like you belong. And that's the point she was making. She said, because uh, I'll tell a little bit of the story. So she uh, was on tour with Kim and Babyface. So she's hosting their concert. And she said when they were in Atlanta, uh, Candy Burris and Eva Marcel came backstage and there was some uh, a gr- another group of women that came uh, back there with them. And so she said these women were eating up their food, and eating up the food, drinking the drinks, having a good time, taking pictures with everybody. And Sherry assumed that they were with Candy Burris. And finally, Todd, her husband, said, we don't know these people. And so <laughs> they, they, they got them out of the room, but they, but they acted like they belonged, and it gave them access. That is, oh, that that that'll preach right there. I felt yeah. I felt the holy, yeah, that access. And so, and so oh. that's why, and so that's why she made the point that if you act like you belong somewhere, then you will belong. Yep. Shout out to uh, the late great Lashawn Pace. Act like you know. You got to act like you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, come on here, access, access, OBJ. <laughs> right, where the OBJ come from? <laughs> I think it's a gift. Jeff. Oh, okay. Okay. My listen up is from actually the Michelle Obama podcast. If you have not seen, listened to the Michelle Obama podcast on, I love saying Michelle Obama, the Michelle Obama podcast <laughs> on like the Michelle Obama podcast. And <laughs> <laughs> that whole word is in um, on uh, Spotify. Spotify is a producer, but you can listen to it on Apple Music as well or YouTube. Um, it says after COVID nineteen, don't reach, don't reach for normal, reach for better. Mm. It says after we've had this pause for two years, don't reach for what's in the norm, reach what's for better from the that norm. That thing got me; it was good to me. I, I had to stop my workout, throw a weight down, and then put right that down. Yeah, that's that's good right there. Yeah, don't reach for don't reach for the normal, reach for better. Um, as, as we reach for better, we will see you great people next Tuesday. Um, we're actually going to get back to our game. Um, I really, really want to do who said that, but y'all hate who said that. Who said that? <laughs> who said that? Who said, who said it? Who said um, we're going to do this or that next week. Um, until then, I want y'all to be blessed and be best. And be, be best. And wear your mask is. Wear your mask. Wear your mask. Oh, look at that. Those are our names. <laughs> oh, it must have magically appeared. I just realized they went on there. Oh, uh, you know I like the games. I know you like the games. I know it. I know it. I know it. All right, people. Peace.